Welcome back to Beauty Marks Podcast, a space where we embrace our marks acquired through our journey. My name is Elizabeth Savion and welcome to episode 89 of this podcast. So thank you guys for tuning into this week's podcast episode and also for your feedback on last week's episode. A lot of you guys could relate to experiencing anxiety and knowing what that looks like. When I did a poll on my stories on IG and I asked how many have dealt with mental health, a lot of people did respond and said that they struggle with anxiety and actually went to therapy for it. And there was other people that said that they had support for them. And there are some people that I know that work through a lot of those mental health issues by themselves. And I believe that it's something that we should talk more about and we should educate ourselves and learn about because more You probably know someone that is struggling with it. They just don't show the signs that maybe look like they are struggling. And every time I think about mental health and just the the thought that we have for like what depression looks like, what anxiety, what mood disorders, what eating disorders, what multiple different um, mental health diagnoses look like, it's usually we usually always think the extremes of something versus what maybe someone that you see every single day, they're happy, they have community, they go outside, they go work out, they do all the quote unquote things that they need to do, right? That people tell you that, you know, will just make you feel so happy and boost your serotonin levels and your oxytocin and all these things, but they still also struggle with those things. So you really never know what people are going through. So just be kind and just be nice to people around you. Checking in on people is also very important, but I know there are some people that struggle silently, you know, and that's why I'm very passionate about speaking about mental health, um, just through my journey too. And I wanted to talk about that today, just some things that helped with my mental health and just a little self-check that you can do with yourself, but also maybe for other people. There are some people that I know that say that they've never struggled with depression, anxiety, never have had a suicidal thought, never have dealt with those things. And if that's you, that's okay. Like you don't have to know what that feels like to have empathy or compassion for people that have Um, you know, I wish I can say that I never experienced these things, but, and it doesn't make someone stronger minded or weaker minded for dealing with those things. Sometimes it's life circumstances, chemical imbalances, a lot of different factors. Um, and so I just want to remind someone that if you have dealt with those things, it is not it's not something to be ashamed of. When I was looking back at like podcast episodes that I've done in the past and just sharing um, what I've kind of experienced. And even last year when I spoke about that almost three years ago, which is crazy in 2019, when I really went through a really hard time with my mental health of depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts. Also in 2017, when I experienced that as well, And just looking back at what was happening during that time and the numbness that I felt, the automatic mode that I had going on and how my life really looked like, like when I really think about like 
what I was like high functioning depression and anxiety because I was still very active in my job, traveling, being around people. Like it's not fully that I just shut down and lock myself away from the world. And maybe, you know, some people or you have dealt with anxiety and depression by complete isolation and completely, you know, not going to work, calling out of work. Um, maybe not going out of your bed. Like it just looks so different for so many different people. And when I thought about what was happening in that moment and what people can really see, a lot of the stuff wasn't seen. And a lot of the stuff you couldn't really pick up on unless I told you what was either happening or what I was really feeling or what was actually, I was really thinking in my mind. And you know, I heard a lot of the, you know, just be grateful, just, you know, you're so young, just focus on the good in your life. You know, like a lot of people that didn't understand. And there were, of course, people that I really praise and and really admire and honor for the people that did show up for me in that season. But looking now to 2022, where I am, and I I still have struggled with anxiety and, and just lows. Um, I wouldn't say full depression, but it just, I, I feel like highs and lows that I can experience because of just healing some PTSD, some things that I've had to work through, um, in the past years. And I have become so much more aware, you know, I'm much more grounded and I have the tools that I didn't have in 2019, 2017. And I'm learning to self-regulate the other day. Um, I was just having a day like we all do. Right. And I was like, man, I really need to go back to therapy. Like, I feel like I'm like in that place that I would just feel like all over the place. And so I spoke to my mentor and she was like, you don't need to go back to therapy right now. Like you have, you're way more self-aware. You just need to pause whenever you feel something, just learn to pause and to think before you react. That's the real, that's like the key that you need, you know, is to pause and go do something different. Like if you feel something like maybe go for a walk, go do something in those moments to kind of like calm yourself and so I'm like, okay, so I'm still learning. I'm still learning to self-regulate, but I've come a very, very long way. And I know that you have too. I know that you have, you are not the same person that you were a year ago, two years ago, three, per, three years ago, especially when it comes to just your self-growth, self-awareness and your mental health. And maybe this is a whole new topic for you. You don't like these conversations. You're like, ugh, like, why are we talking about this? Or you're the other person that loves these conversations because you get it, you've experienced it, you know, people around you that have experienced this and and you can resonate with this conversation. So today I wanted to ask the question of, are you really okay? So a little self-check for yourself of what is going on with you that maybe these are signs that you may need some help and may need like a little, I see, I say like the check engine light is on internally that maybe you need to reevaluate. And this is going off of stuff that was happening in my life a few years back that, or even 
when I have those lows, you know, that I kind of, I'm like, okay, like, let me recenter myself. Um, these may be things like not sleeping, not eating your eating habits are very extreme. Either you're not eating at all, or you're eating a lot. You don't let yourself feel. So you feel like you're holding everything in. And whenever you feel something, you go to something, whatever that is like an extreme, like either you get drunk or you overeat or you go do something that you regret afterward, or you numb yourself out with Netflix and movies because you just don't want to deal with the emotions. And um, it can also feel like being overtired, overworked, just feeling like you are so drained or burnt out, feeling like your body is on automatic because you're so like disconnected from your body. It can feel like you're numb. And the thing about feeling numb, and I remember when I did feel numb for a while, I even made like a note on it on my phone that said like, the thing about feeling numb is that you feel numb to the pain and the sadness and the anger and all of that. Like you just kind of give up on those emotions because you felt it for so long and it's so overwhelming, but you also feel so numb to the joy and happiness and hope. It like numbs you out that you don't feel anything. And that's a very dangerous place to be because it's like, you kind of forget what good feels like. It can also look like sleeping too much or sleeping too little. It can be headaches, stomach problems. It can be just a lot of emotions that you just like burst out in. Like you just don't know what's going on. Like your body is telling you something and you don't know. It can be anger, sadness. There are so many things. Those are just a few things that um, I remember experiencing a lot of in the midst of working and in the midst of functioning and having my apartment and and just doing life duties and still getting my hair and, and, and nails done and still managing to like have, uh, you know, meetings and, and do all these things. That's why I'm like, it's crazy. Like we just really are on automatic, even in those situations. So all those things, if you have felt those things and are feeling those things, those are all signs that there is something going on internally and mentally that I really, really recommend and suggest you to look into talking to someone and letting someone know how you really feel and finding a a safe space to do so because your body can only take so much and you as internally can only take so much. So and your body will literally send out signals. Like I got a rash all over my body. My eye, like blood vessel, like exploded my skin, just like so many things that I, that were happening in that time that at the time I was like, what is this? Like, I didn't connect it, but the more I understand that, like our body holds like trauma, it holds anger, sadness, like whatever's going on in our body, like it holds it. And it also starts affecting our health. 
if you do feel like that, like those are all like warning signals before. If you start feeling like you're having a heart attack, your heart beat is just going so fast. Those are all things that maybe you need to pause and speak to someone. So things that help me in the moments and through my journey of getting much better, because again, I want to make sure that you guys know that it's not that it's like a magic pill that it just goes away. You never deal with it ever again, but there is hope. And that's what I want to give to you guys is the hope that you will have better days ahead, that there are happier days for you. Like you will see, you will be at the place one day where you're like, wow, like I got through that. Like I never thought I would get through what I did, but I did. And you realize how resilient and strong and you realize how you overcame that. And so the things that I, that helped me and that really I leaned on in that time was first Jesus. Jesus is like my saving grace and he will forever be the person that transformed my life and gave me that hope. And Isaiah 41 says, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. And a few weeks ago, we had Alexander Hoover that talked about how God is with us in our suffering and he's with us and he shows up and he shows us, shows up in such with such goodness that it doesn't make sense in the moment and we don't get it. And it doesn't, if we have a perfect God, why do these bad things happen? And why do we experience these things? And there's a lot of questions that you may have, I have in that, but I know God was there in my suffering and he was there to help me through. And he provided a way, provided people, provided so many things to get to how I am now. Like my story is the proof that God is good in the midst of pain. Also Psalms 46, which says, God is our refuge and strength and an ever-present help in trouble. And God shows up. And that is the first thing that I suggest you to do is give it to God and bring him into whatever you're experiencing or going through because you can't do it alone. You know, we weren't made in this earth to be alone and he wants that relationship and wants that to comfort you. He wants to be there for you and he helps us through those things. So that's the first thing. The second thing is being around people that love you. The second thing is being around people that love you, that have real conversations, that are deep people that care about these things, that care about your soul, that care about your mental health, that care about how you're doing and follow up. And there are people around you. And sometimes that God puts them in your life, to be honest. Sometimes they are the random people that say that give you a text to say hey I just have been really thinking about you praying for you I just want to let you know that I'm here if you want to talk like something that's so random but that's like 
God's reminder, you know, and um, I think that having those people that support you, for me, it was my family, my close friends that really walked through these past years with me. And even in the times that I remember that I was at a low and I um, did open up to some of them to be accountability for me and to just be like encouragement because I needed that in that season of my life. And so being around those people is so important. Also therapy, aside from Jesus, therapy and coffee is definitely what I recommend and has transformed my life. Finding a good therapist that you feel comfortable with, that you feel like you can open up to. And I, if that means trying out different ones before you find yours, if that means just giving it a chance one time, I feel like one time is not enough though. I think that you need to go multiple times, but someone that just is outside of your circle that gives you good wisdom and knowledge and that hears you and that helps you filter out everything that might be going on in your head and also organize it. I also feel like it's like therapies, like you say something and they're like, okay, so we're going to put that in this box. And then we're going to like, they organize like everything that's going on so that you can actually deal and get to like the root of why you feel, how you feel, how did you get there? How can we get some tools to get better and what to do when those things come up and just life skills and management and just, it's amazing. Go to therapy. (laughs) And then the next thing is uh, worship music or just music in general. I feel like that helped me in all my seasons. I feel like music is so healing and it it just speaks to you where you're at. If it's, um, you know, whatever genre of music for me, it was like in my quiet time when I put worship music or just like, just put music that like gave joy to my soul. You know, that's another way to say it. Another thing that helped me was journaling a lot and just journaling my thoughts, writing down just what was happening, what I was thinking, what things I was still processing, what things I was grateful for, what things I was sad about, what things were going on, what what was like heavy on my heart, you know? And so I would write all those things out and that still helps me to this day. And I've, when I was thinking about it, I was like, I've been journaling for such a long time. Like even when I was like in middle school and that has always been a way, like writing has always been a way to like, just express how I feel. and like, does not feel alone too. Because when I, and when I read things, like I love when people write like captions that are super long. Cause I read them <laughs> like when actually like someone just shares like their thoughts and like just what they've experienced. And, and like, that's how we connect too, is by we like, people can like you for like your personality, like for different things like that, but people really connect with you when you're vulnerable and they see like your weaknesses, to be honest, you will always connect more to people that are authentic and raw and honest because we all are more alike than we think we are. The next thing that helped me was movement, getting out and walking, going to the gym, weightlifting, or just doing cardio or doing a class, whatever that looks like 
that is so helpful movement dancing for me salsa has been so much fun but even before that i was like last year i was doing zumba and this year i'm doing salsa and just movement that helps so much and it makes you feel so much better that's what like music and dancing is like goes hand in hand and it really does help you through you know like whenever you're feeling at a low place and um just helps you kind of get out of your head also sometimes. And maybe that's watching sunrises, sunsets, going to walks and going to the beach, reading, um, educating yourself, reading good books that are stories or just educational things on what you're feeling. So sometimes you don't know how to put a name to what you're experiencing, but you know, reading podcast, all of that is also very helpful and things that help me. And also just finding a way to get to the place where you feel like, okay, how I'm feeling. I know that how I'm feeling is not okay. Like my body is telling me. So like, I need to do something about it. And I think that it will always be up to you. Like no one can ever make you do it. Just like getting out of a bad relationship like you can see your friends in them but until they are ready they will get out of it and same with when you are ready you know like you can't save other people but you can get to the place where you're like okay I need something different I need a change so I will go to therapy or I will I will find someone to confide in and to help me walk through this you know so whatever that looks like for you. And if you resonated with any of the feelings. So I am not a mental health counselor and I am not an expert in this topic, but these are just the things that have helped me, things that I've walked through through my own personal journey and experience. But that's why I say to please get some professional help and find someone, especially if you are at the place of depression, even anxiety, high-functioning anxiety. If you feel like you've been waiting too long and you're just kind of like, okay, life is just really, really busy, I promise that taking care of yourself is number one priority. And so this episode is just to bring that awareness that it can look so many different ways, but at the same time, it still matters. And you matter and how you feel matters and sometimes in the moments though that we feel these feelings and we're going through these mental health struggles we believe the lies that no one cares no one understands Um, it doesn't matter that we're just all just making it up we're weak we're all these things that it's not and sometimes it takes someone else making you feel seen and heard that you finally feel like a relief of like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm feeling. Okay, like now what do I need to do, you know? So I hope that this resonated with someone that maybe is at that point. This is just your reminder that you are not alone and that you will get through this. And when I look back to where I was, it is not the same girl that I am today. And I'm so thankful to that to God and to people that were there for me. And there are people there that care and I believe it. I feel like our limiting beliefs sometimes make us feel like 
we are not that's not possible for us for people to care but no there are people that do and you know i care so <laughs> i hope you guys continue to tune in for this month's episodes that are some really good ones and also preparing for the 100th episode giveaway which i will be sharing more details about that soon but appreciate you guys tuning in as always if you enjoyed what you're listening please share on social media and tag me at elizabeth sabby also leave a podcast review on apple or spotify let me know you're loving it and i will see you guys next week have a good one